Hello, my name is Mackenzie Winchester, and I would like for you to join me in my one and only podcast where I dive in to see who really killed the Black Dahlia. Murders are never something that people enjoy hearing about, but research has become increasingly popular in the past few years. Recently, a movie has come out about Ted Bundy, a serial killer in the 1970s, and everyone absolutely nuts over it. Everyone wants to know how the mind of a killer works and why they do what they do. This has not changed since the first murder, and likely it won't ever change. Gruesome murders weren't heard of in the 1940s, so a shockwave was sent out across America when aspiring actress Beth Short, also known as the Black Dahlia, for the media's play on words from the film The Blue Dahlia, her body was found in a vacant lot near Lamert Park. This murder was what everyone was talking about. It was a horror story for children to get them to behave, lest they end up like Beth Short. George Hodel Jr., the main suspect of this crime, was never found guilty, and we still don't know if he was the one to actually kill her. Born in 1924, Beth Short was a 22-year-old actress waitressing to make her ends meet. She grew up in a family with five other sisters and her two parents, Cleo and Phoebe Mae Short. Her father left her family when she was young, and her mother was forced to raise all six siblings on her own. While growing up, her mother worked multiple jobs, but most of what she grew up on was public assistance. When she was younger, she was described as being lively, even with her asthma and lung problems. She set her sights on being an actress and never let up. The theater allowed her an escape from the harsh realities of life. I think many people can relate to Beth Short in this aspect of escaping reality, but maybe not always in theater. As an adult, she was, at least back then, a scandalous woman. She was known for sleeping around, and when she died, she was in a relationship with a married man. Sleeping around was not hidden at any time. Beth Short, like everyone who dies that age, was too young to die, and no one deserves to die in such a gruesome way. The facts of this case are presented as follows. Beth Short is alone in her house on the night of January 15, 1947, and she is taken from her home. From then on, even now, the trail goes cold. We do not know where she was taken or what else was done other than what we know from the next morning. Betty, a local resident, was on her morning walk with her three-year-old daughter when she saw what she thought was a mannequin, but was really Short's body. Her body was unclothed, severed, and the lower spine, and the only place that could be cut that would not break the spine. Her torso was found a foot apart from her legs. Her body was cleaned and drained of blood. She was posed, her arms were above her shoulders, and her legs were spread. Her face was slashed from ear to ear, creating what is known as a Glasgow smile. There were cuts and bruises all over her body. Some sources say that they believe she was tortured for a day before her body was dumped, but others disagree. This case was so popular because it was one of the first gruesome crimes that was publicized in such a way. The news would not let up on this case, almost always reminding people when they would seem to forget how Beth died. They saw their numbers rise in ratings when they would publish the story. It is said that there were over 150 false confessions in this case, but none as convincing as George Hodel's letters that he sent to the police. He somehow knew a lot about how the body was placed even before that information was sent to the public. There was a lipstick print on one of the letters that the police believed for a while was Short's. He later became the prime suspect in this case. His own son, Steve, later found a transcript from his father that was hidden in his house. It details the killing of a secretary, and at the end, he suggests that he kills the Black Dahlia, but no one can prove it because his secretary is dead. A letter was sent to a jury in 1950 when there was enough evidence to charge him, and he left the United States and never returned. We will never know if he was the one who killed Beth Short or if he was just a madman 
who wanted the attention.